0: Hello and welcome back to Stories of Yore with me, Natalie Sia, where we explore folktales, myths and legends from Southeast Asia and beyond in bite-sized episodes. Well, previously, we've had a look at the Hungry Ghost Festival. Today, we're diving into another festival that is observed just one month after that, the Mid-Autumn Festival, also known as the Moon Festival or the Mooncake Festival. Now, the Mid-Autumn Festival originated in China, but it's widely observed and celebrated across Asia and Southeast Asia. It falls on the 15th day of the 8th month of the Chinese lunar calendar, when the moon is said to be at its brightest and fullest in the year. The Mid-Autumn Festival is generally associated with lunar appreciation or moon worship, and people usually take this time to thank the gods, in particular the moon goddess. This festival also coincides with the end of the autumn harvest and marks the end of the Hungry Ghost Festival. Unlike the Hungry Ghost Month, which is thought to be inauspicious for life events, the mid-autumn festival is believed to be very auspicious, for weddings especially, because the moon goddess is said to have a soft heart for couples. The Chinese also see the full moon as a symbol of reunion, so families and friends often take this time as an opportunity to get together and celebrate the festival. And traditionally, people give each other mooncakes as gifts when they meet. Ah, mooncakes. They're a type of baked Chinese dessert or pastry that is really delicious. The original mooncake has a rich, thick filling made from red bean paste or lotus seed paste. And sometimes, they contain yolks from salted duck eggs as well. But nowadays, there are all sorts of mooncake flavours available. Some sweet, some savoury. Snow skin mooncakes are also very popular. And there's even jelly and ice cream mooncakes these days. Basically, all sorts of mooncakes are out there. Now there's a folk tale that sort of explains how mooncakes came about. And it's really quite interesting. In fact, there's actually quite a number of legends associated with the mid-autumn festival. But I won't be talking about all of them today. Maybe we'll explore them some other time. Today, I want to tell you one of China's most enduring tales and also my favourite folktale for this season. Again, there are many different versions of this story, but here is the legend of the moon goddess Chang'e. Once upon a time, the earth was not as we know it now. The sky then was inhabited by not one, but ten blazing suns. According to some versions, these suns were actually the ten unruly sons of the Jade Emperor, the God-King of Heaven. With all ten suns shining at the same time, the heat was unbearable. It destroyed crops and livestock and brought on a terrible drought. People were dying. During this time, there was a great archer called Hou Yi who was renowned for his exceptional marksmanship, strength and righteousness. Unable to bear the sufferings around him, he went to the Jade Emperor and implored the God King to stop his sons from tormenting the people. But the Ten Sons refused to stop. And so, the Jade Emperor summoned Hou Yi and assigned him the task to shoot the sons down from the skies. He gifted the archer a heavenly bow made of tiger bone and fire arrows made of dragon tendon, a weapon fit to take down gods. Ho Yi set out on his quest and journeyed to the highest mountain where he could be the nearest to the suns. He tried to reason with the suns and gave them a final warning, but they ignored him. After all, what could a mere mortal do to them, the immortal sons of the Jade Emperor? With no other options, Ho Yi drew his bow and released the arrows. He did not miss. One by one, the suns were struck down until there was only one left in the sky. And Ho Yi decided to let the last sun stay so it could continue to give light and warmth to the earth. The Jade Emperor was impressed with Ho Yi's achievements and declared that the hero had proven himself and was now fit to join the gods in the heavens. The Jade Emperor's wife, Shi Wang Mu, who's also known as the Queen Mother of the West, is the mother goddess who tends to the peaches of immortality. So after the Jade Emperor's declaration, Shi Wangmu gave Hou Yi a bottle of the Elixir of Immortality as a reward. Hou Yi fell to his knees and thanked the gods for their generosity. However, he was not as ecstatic as he should be. He thought of his beautiful and kind-hearted wife Chang'e who was, at that moment, waiting for him to return home. He didn't want to be apart from her. He didn't want to become an immortal if that meant living an eternal life without Chang'e. So Ho Yi returned to the natural realm with Elixir, and when he reunited with Chang'e, he told her to keep the potion away in a safe place until they could think of a solution together. Ho Yi soon became famous as more and more people heard of his great feat and he started taking in students. He trained them all well, but not every student was honourable. One of his students, Pang Ming, found out that Ho Yi was gifted the elixir of immortality and had yet to consume it. So he came up with a plan to steal it for himself. When Ho Yi and his students were about to go for a hunting expedition, Pang Meng pretended to be ill and begged to stay behind. And once Ho Yi had gone, Pang Meng broke into his house and tried to force Chang E to reveal where the heavenly potion was. Chang E resisted and refused to give in, but she knew she would not be able to defeat Pang Meng and hold him off for long. So she ran to retrieve the potion and to stop the evil student from getting his hands on it. Chang'e quickly drank the elixir herself. As soon as she swallowed the last drop, she began to float to the sky. The enormity of what she did crashed onto her, but there's no way to undo her actions. Ho Yi rushed home just in time to see his beloved flying away. And in tears, the lovers grew further and further apart from each other. Chang'e was meant to ascend all the way up to the heavens, But her great love for Ho Yi drew her to the moon instead, which is the nearest place to the earth in the heavens. Heartbroken, Ho Yi immediately moved a table out to the garden and put Chang'e's favorite cakes and fruits on it. And every night, he would look at the moon, praying that his wife would one day return to him, while all Chang'e could do was gaze at her husband from afar, forced to live in eternity without the man she loved. In one variation, it is said that Ho Yi ultimately became a sun god and the heavens were touched by the husband and wife's love for each other. So every year, on the 15th day of the 8th lunar month, when the moon shines the brightest, a bridge would appear to connect the sun palace to the moon palace and the lovers could reunite for this one day and one day only. Since then, people have been worshipping the moon goddess, admiring her beauty, courage and sacrifice. And the couple's tragic separation became a reminder for families and loved ones to reunite. Thank you so much for joining me today on Stories of Your. I hope you enjoyed the story as much as I did. There are, of course, a lot of different variations of this story, some with Ho Yi as a tyrant, some with Chang'e as a selfish lady, and more. But this is my favourite version, and I hope you love it too. As always, if you've enjoyed Stories of Yore, please share the podcast with someone you know. Or if you want to tell me your favourite folktale or legend, get in touch with me at hello at Until next time, Hold your stories close and the magic of storytelling closer.